1: Today's episode of Reality Bites is brought to you by The Bold Type, premiering July 11th on Freeform. A new series inspired by the women of Cosmo, The Bold Type follows three 20-somethings trying to make their mark covering sex, politics, and fashion at a prominent women's magazine. They tackle everything going on in the world right now, all while going through the ups and downs of adulting. The Bold Type, series premiere July 11th. Watch every Tuesday at 9, 8 central on Freeform. Ladies, thank you for stopping by. Um, Thanks for having I us. Guess. Thank you so much. We're happy to be here. You guys, we have Jenny Owen Youngs. Yes. A name that has been flubbed a thousand <laughs> times. <That is laughs> really thank funny. you so much for nailing it. <laughs> yes. That is a I great feel feeling. Like, like I just did a gymnast like dismount. Right. And I'm like, you yes. did. You stuck the landing. You did. Yeah. <laughs> and Kristen Russo. Yes. Um, and you guys have a podcast together called Buffering. It's true. More importantly, you have a long-standing relationship, and now marriage. It's so it's married
2: up in the air. Which is more important? I think
3: <laughs> marriage or the podcast, but but both. Yeah, they're constantly they're they're inextricably intertwined now, and when one is
1: in peril, so
3: is the other. That's true.
1: That's, That's really so true. funny. <laughs> have you guys learned stuff like news stuff about each other? On the process? I think so. I think we're, like,
2: actively learning now. I mean, working together, especially in, like, an editing capacity, like, talking, mm. that's a thing we've done a lot of. Mm-hmm. But working, like, you know, where I communicate, I communicate, like, very quickly and very impatiently, and Jenny is very mm-hmm. precise and very, you know, structured. Mm. So we've had to, like, really navigate that part of our difference with the podcast. You and
4: guys, I, it, you sound so... <laughs>
1: It's, it's lovely listening to you <laughs> together. We don't hear any of the strife.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we generally edit the strife out yeah, when it occurs. But it's it's really been interesting. I feel like it's been um sort of like uh, a uh, zoom in on the biggest areas of conflict. You know, um, stuff that we might have been like sanding down over the last like seven and a half years, slowly, bit by bit, has been sort of like, by necessity, uh Kicked into warp speed in terms of like us trying to figure out how to negotiate with things that we do that you know um, agitate the other. Yeah, minor
1: annoyances in a relationship, (laughs) right? Oh my God, yes. Yeah,
2: we had we had this like terrifying moment. So we were just away at a camp, um, which is a camp that I co-direct and that Jenny uh, works with as well, out in Wisconsin, and. We, we posted an episode right before we left a <gasps> camp, And we got, and like, normally we're right on top of things. Like, we'll post the episode and like check the Twitter feed. Because people let you know right away if you have messed something sure. up. Or if you've of left course. in. You know. <laughs> right? You You probably are aware of this fact. Um, and so, but we were so distracted. And so we posted it. And not until the next morning, I checked Twitter. And I saw like a few people that were like, ooh, we think you actually messed up the, like you left in some extra stuff on the ad that you put in the thing. Uh. and so we were like oh my god like cause it could have been just like a pause but it also could have been like 10 minutes of us fighting like oh, <laughs> but we were unsure <laughs> we were very unsure it turns out it was just silence it was fine yes
3: but, yeah. Yeah. We, but we were like driving a minivan to an airport with a bunch of people in it and like got to a red light Oh, yeah, we like. Threw it in park, swat. <laughs> I was driving, I got out of the driver's seat, hopped on Pro Tools, edited on the way to the airport, like fought for an internet connection at, at, at O'Hare. O'Hare yeah. Did not get that internet connection. Like, it was just, it was, oh, a, thing? We were, it yeah. was a thing. It was a thing. But it's over thing. now.
1: <laughs> uh, we did it. Great. We survived. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have those things when you were, like, I've had uh, several writing partnerships, mm-hmm. some. More successful than others, <laughs> and like working together is that kind of like fraught situation a lot of times, anyway. But then when you add your like thing that is supposed to be joy and positivity right. <laughs> into right. the mix, it's like uh, a you know. And there there's like a, a mixed bag. Yes. Yeah, because there
2: there are like benefits to it yes. and and drawbacks to it because on the on the benefit end, you're like I'm way more open with how I'm feeling mm-hmm. and vice versa. So that's great, but it's also like, you know, if I was working with somebody I wasn't married to, I would probably deliver my opinions in a bit more of a nice padded Yes. You know, way where I'm like, <laughs> no, it
1: sucks. Like, <laughs> so it's it's good. No it's, time for passive aggression. No, just no, aggression. Just direct
4: aggression.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, amazing. <laughs> okay, so let's back up just a little bit. You guys, you, both of you are from the East Coast. Grew-
3: yeah, yeah, we got New York and New Jersey represented. Here yeah, here yeah, yeah, yeah. I couch. grew up in New Jersey, and Kristen grew up on Long Island, and then Albany. Yeah. And then let me speak for her once we got together. <laughs> very, very atypical of
2: someone from Long Island, but every <laughs> once in a while.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so, what I, I want to hear about your love story a little bit, but first, how did you get through? Like, did, did you guys have? Pleasant coming out, I hope, or what was the situation?
2: I feel like we're. Go ahead, go ahead, Jenny. We go after you. I, I mean, I had a, I had a moderate coming out. I, you know, I came out when I was 17 to my parents, um, and my dad was fine right away. He, he was, oh, he was like, you know, I'm worried about your life being more difficult mm-hmm. in certain ways, but everything else was just like, if you're happy, I'm happy. But my mom comes from like a very Catholic family, so yes. her and I had, you know. You know, in retrospect, I'm like, it was moderate. But, like, if you asked me when I was 17, I would be like, this is literally the worst thing that has ever mm-hmm. happened in my life because she really, really struggled with it. You know, she um, was really upset and scared and angry and all of the emotions that you might expect. Uh, so, it took us like 10 years of conversation and conversation and conversation and her meeting people that I was dating and like slowly Just, letting like, them in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like a slow, slow exposure. <laughs> slowly um, opened her up to a place where she started to accept it and now she's you know she loves I mean she loves Jenny she planned our whole wedding Yeah, she's, she's
1: like mom I I was listening to you a little bit about her she's like mom of the year she she's yeah, like, yes. she she really,
2: she really went from like one place to uh to the opposite place which is amazing so they're they're wonderful um, both of my parents are and my sister my sister never cared
1: that's great <laughs> and you it sounds like you always there was no like When you were ready to come out, you weren't... There were no you didn't backpedal or any you were just very like this is who I am and
2: yeah I was an angry I mean like I was a really angry outspoken 17 year old you know like I I, I occupied yeah (laughs) yeah some things haven't changed I'm still pretty loud and um but yeah I was I think that because of that for the first like 10 years of my coming out journey Mm -hmm. I really didn't even process anything on my own end of like oh is this hurting me or like am I upset about the way that like my mom feels I was just like you're wrong and I'm right and I'm gonna keep telling you that, you know, so I um, so yeah, I didn't backpedal at all. And um, I didn't plan the moment that I was going to come out. But I was mostly just really, really strongly rooted in my belief about equal rights, like before I even came mm-hmm. out to myself. So I was I was always very vocal about it.
1: And what was the vibe on Long Island accepting place to come into? Well, so I was,
2: I was upstate already by the time um, I came out. So I had, I was upstate um, in New York and my school, like my high school was really ahead of, the curve, I think, like they had their GSA started in '92. Um, I came out in '97, and that's like '92 for a GSA in a mm-hmm. high school is super early. So I am a... so
1: sorry to plead stupidity. What is GSA? no? Oh, well, so GSA in
2: 1992 and 1997 um, was a Gay Straight Alliance. Although now GSA's a lot of them they refer to them as uh, Gender Sexuality Alliances, oh, okay, uh, instead of Gay straight it's like more inclusive. But they're basically like the club at school for the kids who are coming out um, or questioning. They're their sexuality or their gender identity and so you know we had that and I was part of that before I came out to myself I was very like I'm the straight part of the gay straight alliance and I believe in equality um, so my school was a pretty great place especially great. in the 90s I mean I wasn't like walking down the hallways holding my girlfriend's hand or anything but totally for, for 1997 um, my school was very open and very accepting uh, my my household is not quite as much
1: mm-hmm. yeah, that's nice. I'm from a small town in Minnesota and we didn't have that alliance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you know even just because there wasn't as much media at that time and mm-hmm. it just being in such a rural place like it was it, I don't know I don't there wasn't like open, you shouldn't be this way, but there was just nothing that was, like, welcome, you know? Yeah. Or this is how you do it, or, you know, it's okay. Totally, and that's, like,
2: an implied... It's wrong, right? Like it's, right. You don't always have to say, hey, don't do this thing to exactly. m- communicate the message that you probably shouldn't do that thing, which I think was, yeah, a big experience in the 90s overall. And still, I mean, that's still certainly Ooh. a presence in the world. But now at least we have television characters mm-hmm. and, you know, like there is more exposure and the internet. <laughs> that was a thing that like really didn't exist for my coming out experience at all that I think would have heavily shaped how I felt about the world.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like TV, how TV flattened America. It's like the internet, you know, yes. made it even deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah um, for sure.
1: What was your experience, Jenny? Um, I also grew up
3: in a very small rural mm-hmm. area, the rural corner of New Jersey that you never <laughs> hear about. It's just like farms and woods. Um, there were like a couple other queer kids in my high school, um, but it was like not a good... Uh, for the... Mm, I mean, people were,
1: uh, there was a, a, great. Sentences are so. Oh my god, I still feel you. I'm always like the woman of the half a thought. Yes. I'm like the other ones, if you just five minutes later, (laughs) it would be there. So
3: (laughs) Um, I love that. Thank you for this validation. (laughs) I appreciate it. Uh, I don't want to like undersell or oversell. Like some people were chill, and some like I have had a recurring experience of like guys in my grade who would like cough. Who would walk by like an open class oh. door and like cough? Jen Youngs as a dyke in high school. My name was Jen. Um, <laughs> you know and... what?
1: Honestly, they would do that to straight girls too, right? <laughs> <laughs> just because of my glasses. So yes. like, <laughs> I think there's it's just like the a horses. there's just a systemic issue
3: with high school boys. They're <laughs> a pro- high school. Anybody in high school, totally. bad things are gonna happen. But like my my parents were my mom and my stepdad were. Uh, pretty chill about it, and um, I didn't have a conversation with my dad about it until oh my Kristen and I yeah. were dating for a couple of years already. And so, I was like,
2: probably it's time. <laughs> yeah,
3: and he's he and my stepmom are also super chill, and I'm sh- I'm confident that he was well aware of uh, sure. what my life was to some degree, but like we just didn't, we're too uh, Protestant. Uh, stoic, yes, non feelings sharing people. Uh-huh. So just two of two of those people in a family relationship. Not a lot of uh, communication or it sharing.
1: Previously communicated in a nod. It was like <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah, exactly. Just a lot of silent <laughs> acknowledgement. So how old how old were you when you like came out to your families? I was seventeen. I was
3: probably sixteen or seventeen, but I had been, like, dating girls for since I was like fourteen. Oh, so um, yeah.
2: Yeah, you were you were early for. I mean, I I don't know. I didn't know anybody when I was fourteen that was dating girls. I don't think, but I, I didn't I didn't know you at the you time. You didn't know me. I didn't. This is true. Um, yeah, because I <laughs> I came out very soon after realizing. You know, like yeah. I I really fought it. And and not in a way that like when you say that it seems like an obvious thing like I was like oh no I'm gay but it didn't feel like that at all it was just more like I <laughs> I just was on um, Mo's podcast come out come out oh my out. god
1: yes I was this, listening to that so and I, I was, love that
2: yeah and I was just talking about this like I it was more just like I kissed a girl and was like hated it so now I know I'm not gay just
1: the one girl the one yeah the one girl who <laughs> I didn't
2: even like I did on a dare didn't like that so like I check out I'm straight you know so there was obviously a lot going on there that I wasn't aware of but um and then I met a girl that I did have feelings for and that I did make out with and have feelings about that uh, making out which were good feelings Uh and then I came out um probably
1: six months later so it was like that was the undeniable like tingle of like yeah this is we can't okay the title of my memoir actually (laughs) the The undeniable tingle (laughs) Seriously, I mean... (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean,
2: I I was just... I think for me, it was more that I was like, wow, my emotions are involved. And like, you know what I mean? It was... I couldn't... I knew that no matter what I was, because I came out as bisexual, Mm -hmm. I knew that no matter what was going on, I could not deny the fact that I had feelings for this person who Mm -hmm. was a girl, you know? Mm -hmm. And so the rest was just like... I, I didn't really care about the rest. I knew that that was something that I had to communicate to my friends, but it took you know it was a slow process. I wasn't like this is great. I'm so excited to tell everyone in my life. And I was going to college for the first time, so I had two new roommates who I lived with. Who I was like, ah, how, what if I tell them and they're not cool? You know, that's a it's like where they chill. They were unbelievably chill. Um, right. It, yeah. It took me like a couple of weeks to work up to it, and then they thought it would. They like they thought the whole thing. They were basically, at my entire wall in college was, like, covered in, like, Tori Amos. And
1: they were like, we knew, dude.
2: Yeah, they were <laughs> like, cool, we had, we had a
1: hunch
4: that you're like, Liv
2: Tyler, Tori Amos, Ani DeFranco rent-covered wall was, you know, maybe an indication. Yeah, so they were cool.
1: Did you? But So you were, I mean, I don't even know if I was dating boys at 14. I was so slow, just, like, a slow bloomer in that way but then it's just been ladies ever since
3: ah uh, oh ladies Wait, uh, ladies uh, and only <laughs> ladies
1: the uh, title of your memoir. The title
3: <laughs> of my memoir no I mean I was like making an effort in college to sort of like just taking my like last stabs at like well but if I like just really apply myself Maybe I could be attracted to and then engage in a relationship with a boy. Apologies to those boys uh, for experimenting with you. Uh, That was rude. I apologize. It didn't work out. Nothing stuck. Um, Oh, my God. Somewhere there's probably a man uh, who would do it. Michael Buble. Mm so my love for Michael Bublé is a romantic. Uh, I see. I see I it is see. a platonic love. Right. Okay. But like, it would take Tim special. Riggins, yeah. Tim you know. Riggins. Who's Tim Riggins? Oh wow. We have oh so my much gosh. to do after this wow, episode. Wow! 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 <laughs> so at, as soon as we're done taping this, we're going to the three of us are going to have to sit down and watch all five seasons of Friday Night Lights.
1: Oh um, in rapid succession good things
2: That's about great. that show we we told friends of ours like a couple of years ago to watch the show and we had been talking about Tim Riggin's like non-stop cuz we it was right well like right after we had finished our watch and the guy that we told to watch it like texted us a couple of hours into his watch and was like oh is Tim Riggin's the girl on the football team
1: you're
3: <laughs> we like mhm like he's, who's
4: Tim Riggin's well he's played by
3: Taylor Kitsch who oh, okay. is a gentleman but he has pouty lips and longish <gasps> and like, long hair, hair. Uh, and long eyelashes. Yeah, he's like the
2: 1997 Brad Pitt. Pretty. For, yeah, he's like yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: he's got like a Brad Pitt, Jordan Catalano totally. kind yes. of. And that's, you know,
2: thing. I think we had a rough time to come out to Ourselves because the 90s were just full of so many men that I was attracted to because they were all so beautiful. Like it was Amazing. like really Jordan Catalano, yeah. Brad Pitt. Also, I like that Evan we're calling Dando. Jordan Catalano, Jordan Catalano, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. <laughs> That's his um, only identity, <laughs> you know. Shannon Hoon, Rob Lowe, it was just like those were all my oh, crushes. Yeah. And looking back on him, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I see what was happening. Uh-huh, yeah. Sure, yeah,
1: yeah. those uh, eyelashes. <laughs> So when, and then you landed in cities where like, you know, the community is rich and ripe and, you know, yeah,
3: yeah, I mean, I went to uh, art school with like a fair amount of with a decent uh, queer population Mm -hmm. that was just outside of the city and then eventually migrated into the city. So like had community there. And then in Brooklyn, once I moved. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And like
2: as young, as younger queer people, I think we were both using the New York City resources to their fullest. I mean, I know that we've had many conversations about like nights that we were at Meow Mix that like were we there at the same time, oh, you know? Like cute. the like clubs that then you were like heavy into going to see like riot girl shows and things like that as a younger person too, which I feel like was all I
3: don't Yeah, know. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't
2: mean to lead the witness or anything.
3: No, no, that's okay. <laughs> like I mean, I can remember like when music before Music Hall of Williamsburg, was Music Hall of Williamsburg when it was like North 6. And it was like a ratty rock club. Yeah, like I feel like I saw like the butchies there all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And like
2: I don't know, I don't, I just am nodding. I uh-huh. and
3: that that would be like an that would be like a the only thing I could compare it to now is like a camp the the. Uh, the um, concentration uh-huh. of so many queer people yeah. in one space. Yeah, but, you know.
1: Let's talk about a camp for a second because, like, Gabby proselytizes for the cause. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> Gabby Dunn. We just can't get through we anything without talking about Gabby Dunn. She's just,
3: She's probably outside the door <sighs> <right now. laughs> with her, her you guys podcast. To the door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did I you know, know I, I love her. podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> she yes <laughs> she. She was totally like, hey, I don't I don't know if you've heard, which I had, but she was like, You sh- you totally need to interview these guys. I was like, Wow, we'll do. Um, <laughs> thank you, Gabby. Thank you, Gabby. We're gonna get check your phone really soon
2: for yeah, her, yeah, her uh, love being mentioned
1: text. <laughs> uh, she sends <laughs> <us>. <laughs> That's um, so cute. So you okay, so the camp is in the Midwest? The where? camp is newly in the
2: Midwest. Um so I, I came on as co director of camp um, last year. It's it's amazing to me this only been one year I feel like I've been doing it for a decade Um, but the camp has been around this was the eighth or the ninth camp actually that they've had Um, and the first seven were here in California they were up in um, like the San Bernardino mountains oh nice yeah and so it's a you know it's a camp that's usually about 300 people or so. Um, Yeah, it's pretty big. And it's um, a space that centers the experience of women um, and, you know, also has room for non-binary folks and trans men. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's it's really powerful. And Jenny and I went two years ago to our first camp. Um, We went as, like, special guests. And having no idea what it was. And, and we're not like historically the kind of people that would be like, yeah, 300 queer and trans people on a mountain, great. Um, and so we went like, what is this going to be like? And Jenny cried the whole time it's so beautiful it's, it's oh. very it's really something it's really overwhelming because for so many of the people that come to camp I mean for, honestly for everyone who comes to the camp it's the only week of any of our lives when we are just surrounded by each other and in a space that is much safer than you know the world uh, at mm-hmm. large and for a lot of people it's one of the only times in the year that they are surrounded by like any queer people or certainly um, mm-hmm. you know that number of them so it's really overwhelming and a lot of them you know the, the biggest age grouping is sort of like people in their early 20s to early 30s mm-hmm. um, and so for a lot of them it's it's just this place where they make connections that then they keep for forever you know
1: for, mostly like creative
2: people it, it runs i mean the you know camp focuses like the programming at camp does certainly focus on uh, writing and music and mm-hmm. dance um, and things like that and then arts and crafts and fun stuff but um, but i still think there's a pretty good mix would you say i mean it's it's
1: partially creative but mostly just it looks fun as hell. It's like. yes. so, <laughs> it's much fun. It, it Everything is. I've heard, I've seen on the Instagram and the internet, just looks fun as hell. It really, yeah. It's <laughs> it it's a hard thing glorious. to like describe,
2: even. You know, it's just it is a really fun thing, though. Um, you know, there's just a lot of incredible connections and and creativity. Like whether or not people are like self-identifying as creative people, mm-hmm. there's just incredible stuff that happens um, that we plan and that we don't plan at all. That like the campers do on their own.
3: Yeah. So, Oh my god! Like this, this camp, like uh, the campers just arranged a private, not a private, but like an impromptu yurt party. Yeah, the there's hashtag, a yurt. I think on the, the hashtag was
2: hashtag Take off your yurt.
3: Yeah, take <laughs> your
2: yurt off. And there was just like we walked into the yurt and there was like a DJ, DJ equipment out, and like they had Amazing. obviously just set up they had their just own thrown party it together And yeah, it's it's a real thing.
1: Dope. Great, Great. 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 Um, which is right in your wheelhouse because like you do loads of advocacy and
2: yeah so I started I mean I I went to get my master's degree in gender studies I think I started that somewhere in like the Uh 2007-8 area Um, and then in 2010 I started everyone is gay um, with my then partner um, business partner Jenny. Was, Thank you. Jenny was still my also an Owen pardon.
1: involved, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> what? Confused, confused the masses. Everyone was like, "Oh, you're marrying Danielle's sister?" Like, no, <laughs> it's a different <laughs> Owen. Um, but yeah, we um, we I had everyone as gay in 2010, and that just like snowballed. And so I've been doing a lot of advocacy work and things like that. And and that's why when after a camp happened, uh, Reese was like, Reese is the founder of Autostraddle and runs a camp and all that stuff. And so after that happened, I'm pausing for your, for your door noises.
1: OK, Pass. after we, we just got our sign up, so hopefully they'll shut the hell up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so after the co-director stepped down, Reese texted me and was like, I don't know if you would want to do this, but would you want to co-direct? camp. And it, it is right in my wheelhouse. I mean, it was yeah. sort of like, it pulls on like every single skill that I had unknowingly cultivated uh-huh. together to sort of all come together to this one place. Um, and they all get used. It's like my skills on spreadsheets get used to their top degree. Amazing. And my skills on like talking about gender <laughs> and sexuality and race and, you know, all how all of these things intersect in real spaces. So it's it's been really cool. It's very challenging. We had a lot of conversations this camp about how Spaces like this often don't survive. And it's um, part of it is because of financial reasons, but another part of it is because the people who run them, it's usually very emotionally taxing. And so, you know, we've sure. been trying to really make sure that we balance uh, that and keep ourselves taken care of and make sure that the space is one that can continue.
1: Yeah, self care. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, how did you guys meet? You met pre digital? I mean,
3: pre like. Pre dating apps being popular. Yes, I think. Pre, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before, definitely before them being the norm. Um, we had a mutual friend. Um, Were you confused about if she was a friend? You know, mutual, <laughs> mutual. Um,
2: she's finding out here a
4: friend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, she's obviously a friend yeah. to us both, and a wonderful, just such a delight. Um, but I was just taking my my signature. Between every word, pauses. <laughs> uh, that's my vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. And also, kind of like waiting, because I feel like you usually talk about, you usually tell this story, yeah. so I was just waiting for you to jump in. Go ahead, t- try your hand at it. Okay, let me know if I get anything wrong. Okay, I'm right we here for you. We had a mutual friend who um, is a musician. We like uh, were in kind of the same circle. We like shared band members and like played some shows together, and I think we met maybe. Um, First at the living room. Yeah, the living room. And Jenny was so
2: drunk, like <laughs> so, <laughs> like, so drunk. And like, it doesn't, if you only have met Jenny in the last, like what, seven and a half yeah, years? Yeah, probably right. <laughs> you, you, ha- you don't know this Jenny, but if you knew Jenny in college or, you know, around that time, you know, that there was a very particular Jenny that would come out uh, after a few drinks and she was in rare form. You were in rare form that night. Um, And I had heard about this Jenny
1: and I was like, she's putting her hands, her head in her (laughs) hands. It's
3: just, you know, not the best time. I mean, listen, for better or for
2: worse, you were really hilarious. Great. A great time. But I was like, very like, whoa, okay. I've heard about this person. I'm meeting them for the first time. They're, they're very, very loud. And I'm not sure about this. In
3: just like a friend way, not loud and charming, loud and yes, loud and charming. <laughs> oh um, my god, right,
1: right. And Jenny, so- we're so similar. I <laughs> would fall over and break glasses and just See, it's important, think I I I it's hilarious. You gotta get it out of your system. <laughs> um, Somebody's
3: so- gotta be the person who breaks stuff and yeah. is
2: loud. Wow, and it was, it was you. you're welcome.
3: <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> but anyway, it. continue. So we met at the living room, that was that, we time. met at the living room. I was shit-faced. Kristen also, was not that's impressed. Also, actually not
2: right. We met at... Th- that was the knitting factory. Oh, the factory knitting factory. Downstairs.
3: It's really th- important to talk about all these clubs that are not where they used to oh, be in is, New York. Oh, because it's important that people <laughs> so know about them. So, shit-faced at the knitting factory, <laughs> yes. bouncing off the walls. And then sober as anything and at the living room. And then sober as anything at the living room. And Kristen was like, wait, is this the same person? Uh. I was uh, really like,
2: what? Who is this person that's now talking to me?
3: And yes. then our third interfacing... Um, was at the <laughs> just all rock clubs. Just all rock clubs. Every, every, at the Paradise <laughs> Lounge in Boston, where I was playing a show with our mutual friend, and I like entered. I hopped into the green room and was like, blah 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 blah. My girlfriend, blah 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 blah, and then left. And Kristen turned to our friend and was like, <gasps> girlfriend? Because I didn't know that she was gay, which is a miracle. It, I don't understand. That, <laughs> which is <laughs> I,
0: bananas. Yeah, I don't know.
2: It wasn't on my radar, but then like that in that moment. When I realized it, I, I, I all of a sudden, out of nowhere, was like, "Oh, she's gay and really, really attractive," you know. But I was in a long-term oh, relationship day. at that point. Me too. Yes. So, uh, so I just like talked about Jenny all weekend long, and then forgot forgot about it. The word had gotten back to you.
1: Yeah. Like heard girlfriend, and then it was a totally different vision that you were seeing. Yeah, it, it was, was just very... like light bulb.
2: Yeah like I hadn't thought about it before and then once I thought about it I could not stop thinking about it. And our friend
3: group was structured so that like if you told one person that we were all friends with that you thought somebody else was attractive they would know within 24 hours. I didn't know that to be fair. I didn't know that Jenny knew this until we
2: were like had been dating for two years. She was like oh yeah I knew you were into me like the moment that it happened because we didn't get together. Then for like Three years?
3: Yeah. You know, like, Oh, my was, God. It was it's a super, long time in just, between. Uh, friends and... Um, but then both of our... The relationships that we were in ended. And I was busy making terrible mistakes <laughs> while Kristen uh, intervallically popped into my life to be like, are you sure you don't want to date this? I did. I was so forward. I mean, like,
2: you, you, Jenny had broken up. Jenny had been with somebody who, like, where I, like, very much respected the relationship and, like, stayed back and then she broke up with that person or they broke up and like word got back to me and I just like did not have the tact that I should have like I emailed you too fast and was like so what's (laughs) up so Uh that didn't go great um but I did I didn't like let it go I wouldn't let it go like no matter how many times and because Jenny was very direct with me being like I am not interested like I'm not interested in this this is not something that I'm interested in and you
4: weren't it's just that
3: um (laughs) if you look at my amazing wife, Kristen <laughs> Rousseau. If you look at the two of us seven and a half years ago, um, you know, Kristen was like together and like
1: Aww. has a very
3: high emotional IQ and is a great <laughs> communicator and can take care of herself. And I was more into um, just like getting shit-faced, making huge messes, not growing, you know? That was kind of my vibe. (laughs) So, like, Kristen didn't really have anything to offer me in that (laughs) department. So I was very—I pushed her uh, away and back for a while. For like a year, For like probably? a year,
2: yeah. I think for like a year. Um, and then finally, of course, right, finally I like gave up. We had been, uh-huh. I had been on tour with my friend doing nothing. I just like hopped on the tour bus. I had no function on the tour. And Jenny was on, because I had like, you know, a biggest big, fan. It, yeah, it was just, <laughs> it's nice sometimes to be friends with musicians who were like, just come out for a week. You can sleep on the bunk. It'll be fun. So I was on that tour and Jenny was on her own tour and we crossed together in, I think, Cincinnati? Cleveland or, yeah, one of those Ohio cities. Uh-huh. Um, and we were like, oh my God, it's so exciting. We're all going to get together. And I was like, this is it. Like, this is the moment it's going to happen. It's so fate. Like, we're in Ohio. It's totally... But, like, Jenny was um, driving... Had to drive that night, which I didn't realize, which meant that, like, she wasn't really drinking. And, uh-huh. like was not re- was not responsive to me at all. So like late at night in the bunk, like three in the morning, I emailed her and was like, I just need to know like what is up because because you're sending mixed signals. Which, oh. Yes, like I'm pretty sure she wasn't sending mixed signals, but like, you know, when you have a crush on somebody, everything seems like it's a mixed signal. Uh, and she was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not interested uh, at all. And so then I kind of gave up and that was, I don't know, October um, or maybe actually Yeah, that's October. And then I gave up and like, stopped trying finally and then right before her birthday in November she emailed me and was like do you want to come to my birthday party and I was like come on <laughs> and I went to the birthday party being like nothing's gonna happen and I know nothing's gonna happen me
4: too
3: that's how I went to the birthday party. yeah you want to tell you want to tell what you I told mean I just like was your was, best friend uh, yeah I was having a combo b- party with my, my best friend whose birthday is the day before mine uh-huh. and I was like listen there's this girl who's coming tonight <laughs> And this is what she looks like and this is what she's like, and it's very important that I not go home with her. Please (laughs) do not you
1: specifically invited her there. But yeah, but listen, just (laughs) because you you. invite somebody to your birthday party doesn't mean sex. Sex is not the
3: inevitability. Yeah. I think it was
2: At the end of of a
3: birthday invitation.
2: The the lady doth protest too much because I then know. well then we went home together and wow. that, and that and that best friend of Jenny's was her maid of honor or whatever mm-hmm. uh, you'd call that role in our wedding cuz our wedding was like not very traditional but whatever maid of honor um told that story like as our toast was I like I love that because then she woke up in the morning and we were making pancakes for everyone together and, that and was she was it? like um I think I might have made the right decision by allowing this to happen.
1: <laughs> and she did. Yes, yeah, she totally did. Thanks Jess. Yeah. Thank you. Wait, what was Okay, so in your head during that like month from October to November. Completely convinced
3: that I was not even remotely Actually, I feel like for the first year of us dating, I was like, yeah. Yes. I don't know if This can't possibly go on. This is uh, this is fated for uh, Doomsville, and I I really gotta go. Gotta get going. We started,
2: (laughs) I guess, like dating or whatever, hooking up something in November, and Jenny maintained for the entire two months that of like our first two months that on January first it was over. Like, that was, like, a real thing where you were, like,
1: January I love a deadline. No more. I love a deadline. That's so funny. And isn't that also, like, not the lesbian stereotype? (laughs) It's just, like, moving in together at the first date and you're, like, no, actually, I'm pre-breaking up with you. Yeah, pre-breaking up with you.
4: Pre-breaking up with you.
1: (laughs) Yes. That is what happened. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yep, 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 yep. So then, okay, you made pancakes. A couple months go by. You become more comfortable with... You fall in love,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. Despite that's what we have to call
1: it.
3: There were, (laughs) like, (laughs) claw (laughs) marks, just like. Our entire, an illustration of our relationship would just be a really long hallway with claw marks (laughs) and heel marks. No.
4: With, like, small... With, like,
3: dating, moving in together,
1: getting engaged, like,
4: every
3: step of the way, I was just like, no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 And then, yes, it feels so good. Right? Yeah. Well, that was
3: the first step over every threshold. I would just be like,
1: oh, this
3: is great, but don't ask me to do anything else. No more progress. But now here we are. Yeah.
2: Well, and we, like, because when did I come to London?
3: Like, uh, April? April. Okay, so January, so like we'd came been kind of dating for like, like six we, months or yeah. something. Yeah, I
2: think we'd been dating for like four or five months. Yeah. I don't even know if it was April. But uh, Jenny was on tour in London, and I was like, I know it's a great idea. I'm going to surprise her in London, like not tell her that I'm going. Mm-hmm. And the man at the passport office thought it was a horrible idea when I went to get my passport. He was like, first of all, I lied to him and told him I had a boyfriend because I didn't feel like dealing
1: with it. Sure, sure. <laughs> He was like,
2: why are you going to London? And I was like, ah, no reason. And he was like, does is it because of a boy? And I was like, yes. And he was like... <laughs> Oh well, what is he out there for? And I was like, he's a musician. And then he burst out laughing and was like, "You're going to surprise your boyfriend, who is a musician in London. Good luck." And I was like, "You don't understand. He loves me." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but I, it was a big risk, and like, luckily it panned out because.
3: Also, like, did you even have a phone? Like, Kristen no, got really- in touch with the friend I was staying with, who didn't even know her, and was like. Hello, I'm dating Jenny. No, really, I'm dating Jenny. This is a safe space.
2: Which, like, Please good thing
1: I was. Help could me have been a
2: fan that was just like, I'm dating this person. How do I meet them at the airport? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And that is ballsy because I went to Ireland in like 2008 or whatever, and it was, and I just went to Paris a few months ago, mm-hmm. and it was such a drastically different experience in those like 10 years. Right? Oh yeah, trying to coordinate with people and the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah. It was so risky that you were.
2: <laughs> it was like an episode of friends, you know?
1: Like it was like
2: yeah. cuz we, we've been rewatching friends and I'm like, how did they do anything? Like, like they don't have cell, without phones. cell phones. Yeah.
1: <laughs> totally.
2: Um but we but I did see her like coming through the airport and it all worked out. I mean, it was I think that might have been one of the biggest shocks of your entire life. It took yeah, it was It very took her, like a day to to process to wear off. it. off. Mm-hmm.
1: That <laughs> was a lot. Yeah. But look how great everything is! Yeah, it worked out. Did you have fun in London, or were you like, "What the hell is going on"?
3: <laughs> no, no, no! I had a great time. It was really, it was really nice. Uh, Kristen at the time was having was like it was really hard for her to fly alone, so she brought her sister, who is. <laughs> An amazing maniac. Um, (laughs) She truly is. (laughs) So the three of us just kind of like bumped around and I had been in the UK for like a couple of weeks doing a tour with another band and then I had like stayed on to to play a show of my own in in London and so we like had a couple days to like hang and then like played a fun show and had a lovely time with you. Yeah. Great time! Thank you so much. You're wonderful company. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and despite any of the alarm or shock I may have been feeling, um, it was a delight. Yeah, it was a really fun trip.
1: Great, great, great. So, eight years since you're first getting together. Yeah, so you guys are... November November will be eight years. And then, how far in did you? Uh, move in together you said that was like a hurdle it was yeah. a hurdle
2: but it w- i don't think we took that long
3: was it two
1: yeah i would say two years two-ish
2: years maybe a little over uh-huh. two years we moved in together um and then we got married four years
3: yeah we got engaged at three and married at four yeah basically. i kept us on
2: a nice timeline oh, you, so runs a tight was...
3: ship. <laughs> you didn't lose track
2: of any time <laughs>
1: I was like, I have a very specific set of deadlines in mind. Let's yep. go. Let's go. Yep. That's hilarious. My dad says that about my mom. He's like, well, you know, she said basically, this is your choice. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm ready to get married. So it's time we're, or we're not doing this. Wow. <laughs> that's exactly what
2: yeah, I got. That's basically, people are like, what's your proposal story? And I'm always like, I just told Jenny she had to propose to me. <laughs> that's it. That's the whole story. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not the whole story, but
3: where did you do it? Um, There is a lake in New Jersey um, mm. by where I grew up where we had previously – we had, like, driven out to see my mom or something, and on the way back we, like, stopped and uh, had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and, like, sat by the lake, whatever. It was and I, nice. It was just a really lovely day. And so when we were going to get engaged, I took Kristen back there, and we had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh. And we had an adult conversation about <laughs> – the potential of having a future together, and agreed like two adults that uh, marriage was a great idea, and it was there was never a better time to get engaged. The latter half of the story did not happen. I- <laughs> I mean well, it's very nice,
2: but mostly Jenny was like, "Do you want to marry me? Here's all the reasons I'm asking," you. and I was like, "Yes." And then I asked her if she wanted to marry. Yeah, me. Yeah, but I,
1: like I asked you first, so you I was did. Just kind of you like, did. <laughs> <laughs> Under strict orders, you asked first. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's like you wanted me to ask, but really you wanted to ask. No, I didn't.
2: I didn't want to ask, but then like once you had asked, it just felt rude not mm. to also extend.
1: That the, is very sweet. I note. love that. <laughs> I feel like everyone should do the two-way right? ask. Yeah. Agree. Totally like, agree.
2: It's not. It's nice to just have an agreement.
1: I don't know. That's nice.
2: That was also really fun for me to hear you tell the story. Never tell the story. Um, that was one of your first
1: run throughs. Thank you so
3: much. Great work. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) So, how's married life?
3: (laughs) So great. So great. We have a beautiful child named Buffering the Vampire Slayer Uh that we work on all the time. Yeah. Very They're not kidding about parenthood.
1: Woo! Podcasts are no joke. <laughs> oh, God. Right? Seriously.
2: See, you get He's it. Here. <laughs> that, that was actually my one, the one time when Jenny's claw marks disappear, disappeared and it was my claw marks, was uh, agreeing to
3: do Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Um, I was like, let's do this. This is amazing. Let's make a podcast. It'll be so fun. And Kristen was like, it will be a lot of work and it will take a lot of time. And I was
4: like, <laughs> <"No>, it won't <laughs> no, take it any won't. time.
3: It'll be so easy and so fun and you won't even notice it's there. It'll be just like a piece of cake. (laughs) And then we started making it. And now like seven or eight months later or whatever, we're both like, yeah,
2: it's a a thing. It's the biggest thing. It's the biggest thing that either of us are doing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's also an amazing thing.
1: Also. Yeah, no, it's really, it's like caught the fuck on. Yeah, I mean,
2: you know, it helps, <laughs> it helps that there was just a rabid audience wanting anything having to do with... Based
1: on a great show. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right. Or, that,
2: you know, I think that we, I think that we would be, I think we'd have a decent audience even if we were doing a bad job, so I think we're doing an okay job, <laughs> and that just helps us that, that extra bit. Yeah, right you're doing a great job. Oh, thanks. I like...
3: Marriage, marriage is so great. Wait, I was just listening to what I think is the most recent episode at this moment of uh, Reality Bites, which was Matt and Dory's episode.
0: Oh, I love that. Oh yeah.
3: And I feel like Matt and Dory put some money down, maybe that like you're gonna be engaged within a year. (laughs) Oh wow. Within a year of the the relationship
1: start date, which you're at nine months now, right? I'm at nine months. We met on Tinder. Wow. No, but in the best way, like, I, it sounds uh, maybe ca- like a sketchy way to meet. Not, oh, not I don't, anymore. <laughs> yeah. I feel like every my, every my sister and her boyfriend met on t- I feel like, yeah. yeah,
2: people, that's how people meet now, right?
1: I, yeah, but I don't think, uh, I, w- I think I said it on that podcast, but like, I don't think I would have met him just like right. milling about the city, like <laughs> maybe, but like, yeah. maybe not. Right. How yeah. does anybody meet anybody in Los Angeles? Everything is so spread out. Seriously, right. and nobody now that you have this device that just tells you if someone's available or not, yeah. you don't want to do any of the, like the sleuthing out yourselves, right? Because <laughs> yeah. your, feelings are, I know. <laughs> yeah. I don't honestly don't know how you guys got here, but <laughs> yeah.
2: I know it's a miracle, it's an
3: absolute
1: miracle. <laughs> so uh, the the proposal do, do I do I seem like a person who could be engaged in three more months? Well, I mean
3: we're. <laughs> Based on like what you've told us about this space and like why we're in this space, like I feel like that's just like borrowing he's... a space is just like three months away from engagement. Oh, I yeah. He's, the math. he's,
1: he's yeah. so supportive. Yeah, he's very sweet. Just so if everybody's like,
2: betting for the same thing, how is there any kind of?
1: No, it's I just not. wanted to bring it up and be excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. We'll all just
3: get our money back is, when it happens. Does he listen to the podcast? And is he getting he, stressed out?
1: He doesn't. Oh, good, only, okay. Only, <laughs> only when I point certain things out to him, or like there was one. <laughs> There's exception an interesting, to that. interesting conversation
3: interesting we had about my comment, imminent yeah. engagement
1: at twenty nine thirty seven. You might want to check out. <laughs> like for instance, Steve. Steve is a friend who uh, is a hilarious stand up and he guest co-hosts sometimes and Steve and I will always like talk about dish about that's what we do is mm-hmm, we dish mm-hmm. about our relationships. So then I was just like playing a little piece of that. You know, I'll do something like that <laughs> right, plant a seed. Where, like, This this is actually directly about you. I think his mom listens. I think oh wow I think she'll like,
2: love this story. Yeah
3: now. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a storyline
1: made for moms moms love to get involved in the oh, engagement sure. timeline i
2: think right. absolutely yeah
1: i will say though i have not i've never been proposed to but i don't have any like i i would have had hesitations about previous relationships and i don't have that about this one
3: that's amazing that's really good
1: that's good yeah great. and i there's he's like but i would be ready now and i'm like just Aww. you know uh-huh. After we've known each other a little longer, this is <laughs> uh-huh. great. He sounds great. Yeah, he does. Sorry to make this about me. No, no, <laughs> we did it. We did. We yeah, turned yeah. the tables yes. on you. Yes, ha ha. The podcaster has become the podcastee. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jenny, at the end of every buffering episode, or yeah. you do the recap song. Hell yes, I do.
3: Well, we actually write it together, and everybody thinks that I do it all by myself because that's just like uh. my. My nature, my, I, that's what I do the rest, with the rest of my time, write songs. And I just like want to take this opportunity to say, Kristen co writes every song with me. Thank you, thank you, Jenny. That's all. Oh, that's so but sweet. Not, but
2: yeah, but you're on your own this time.
3: This time? Yeah. Because we're going to recap this. This. What just happened?
1: This Reality Bites episode. Oh my Woo! gosh, this is so exciting. Can we get this set up? Oh, you guys, we have a very special treat for you. <clears throat> Jenny Owen Young is going to perform a recap of this episode. Here's what happened.
4: (laughs) Thanks for having us, Courtney. We learned so much today. You guys again I'm so
3: sorry I know this is not how life goes yes you get as many re as you
1: want <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay everything's fine thank you for your support during this difficult time I know I'm gonna get through it
4: thanks for having us Courtney we learned so and sold her already worn tights and you really need to start watching Friday Night Lights and also love is real and Courtney will soon be engaged by September if you please wait also Gabby Dunn is the mayor you so much for being very 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 nice we'll tell our grandkids holy hell what a time we had talking on reality bites yay
1: that was brilliant
3: (laughs) um thank you thank you
1: you guys i have a question yes
2: were we recording when i talked about my already worn tights because I, yeah, we weren't.
1: You guys, we will put a little. I'll work it in. <laughs> Don't God, you yeah. worry. If you
2: need, if you need yeah. I'm sorry, I just, you said oh, it, and I was like, wait no. a second.
3: See, this is why it's important for you to be part of the co-writing okay, yeah. process.
1: Uh, no, uh, but you said
2: it when we were writing down things. I think
1: and, that would be a perfect way to begin the episode. So we did talk about it. <laughs> perfect. Let's yeah. <laughs> Woo. Woo! Uh. Life is good. Love is good. Thank you guys for coming on. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for having us. It's been a blast. I am so. Maybe you can come on for your. What anniversary are you guys at?
2: uh, August will be four years married, but November
1: will be eight years together. Good gravy. So. How the time flies. Yeah. We'll have you back on to commemorate a big date in your relationship. Wonderful. Hell yes. I was going to be like, in my head, I was like, what? How many years will I be doing? (laughs) this podcast <laughs> holy shit it got really 20, twenty, twenty, 20 <laughs> yeah we'll
2: just come we'll come at every five year marker of our relationship but you know as long as you have this podcast and as long as we have a relationship we'll just keep marking yes, it yes, yes it's a date <laughs> bye guys bye, bye.